eavesdroppers. Welcome to Flapping Our Lips. Just three sisters talking about random things. And we invite you to eavesdrop on today's conversation. And today we will be talking about something that's really prevalent in society. What do you think about cosmetic surgery? And why do you think it's important? And if you did do it, what would you do? So let's hear from you. Yes, I, um, well, I, I've often thought about getting cosmetic surgery. Um, obviously, I would get liposuction if I could, um, or if I decided to, not if I could, if I decided to. Uh, uh, I, you know, body positivity is a big thing these days. And, you know, the way you see yourself, the way you feel when you look at yourself, it, it definitely does impact how you present yourself to the world. So it's like when you put on that outfit that makes you feel like, wow, I look great today. You exude that confidence and that feeling of, yeah, uh, yeah, this is me. And so I, I, I definitely would do um, some form of liposuction. I, you know, it, I think it's important. I think sometimes, and you know, sometimes people have issues that goes beyond just about wanting to look a certain way. It's they might need it, and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a pro cosmetic surgery if I was brave enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm, I'm also pro cosmetic surgery. Uh, the only challenge is I'm also a fan of watching botched at the same time. So that certainly causes a level of trepidation. Not that I'm trying to, uh, go to some other country and, and do it. And I've got all kinds of things that I would be willing to consider after I evaluate all the safety measures, et cetera, et cetera, because y'all know how I am. I agree. I am pro-cosmetic surgery. I think it's important because if you feel like you want to change something that you were born with, you should have the right to do so if you're not a big fan of it. So I don't really care what that is. I mean, some people take it to the 10th degree as so on an episode of Vinyana Vincent, a woman who probably should have been on botched because her butt, she was feeling the heat from all that uh, um, silicone, probably tire silicone or something that she put in her butt and it was giving her the fever. Oh yeah, it was oh, a fever. Lord. She was getting her behind oh, and it was warm to the touch. So oh my, um, those, but you know, she had some issues that uh, were genetic uh, with her, I think it was her ovaries or something weren't developed. And so she felt less than a woman. And so she did this surgery to make her feel more beautiful. And she was a quite very attractive woman in her you know, physical facial features, but she just felt so non-feminine because of this issue that happened with her ovaries and her inability to have children. If I did plastic surgery, mm, I would probably, you know, shave off those pieces of skin and fat I can't lose with weight loss um, exercising. I would definitely get rid of those things. And uh, I don't know, whatever else made me feel good. I, 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 and Oh, and something to battle aging. So I'm definitely doing something on the face. Maybe I saw some kind of other sorcery, this <laughs> facial plastic surgeon guy. These women were like 80 years old and looked 25. I'm like, wow, this is like, um, I mean, it is sorcery. Um, 
but I am afraid too. And I don't necessarily think I have the six figures at this particular point to feel like I want to invest in a full new face, <laughs> but I would definitely, I'm, I'm pro, I'm pro it all the way. Now, the piece of it that makes me um, a little bit mm, unsettled is I feel like, why do I feel like I need um, plastic surgery? So sometimes I think to your point about body positivity and body shaming, and they're doing all these studies, how TikTok is detrimental to young women, but I think it's detrimental to people in general of all ages. You get on TikTok, you don't know if somebody's using a filter, you don't know if, you know, is this your real body? And you're, you start to compare yourself to them. And I know I do it. I'm like, wow, look at this person. They look like they were in the gym for 10 seconds. And now they are like, wow, fit. They have these chisel abs. But then I see on TV, you could make abs in the kitchen. I saw, I mean, or on, uh, or at the plastic surgeon, I should say. So I'm like, wow. So it, it, it's a mixed bag. And I think that they should do a study on, you know, people of a certain age, older, middle age, elderly. Are you really impacted or going out for plastic surgery based on these, um, this exposure in social media? Um, yeah, I well, think- I, well, I learned that I was middle-aged a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't interpret myself as middle-aged per se necessarily, but the number, the number suggests that's what it is. So I, uh, I, I'll have to embrace that. I, I don't think that I'm impacted by it necessarily by what, well, not to the point that I would say I would go and get plastic surgery because of what I see people look like on the internet. Uh, no, I think I'm more considerate in the context of who I used to be and what I used to look like when I was younger. Uh, not so much what those people look like, maybe because that's how I thought I looked years and years ago. So I didn't answer the part about what would I do? I'd probably say, mm, maybe I get a tummy tuck, lipo. Uh, eh, that's probably it. If you asked me when I was younger, I'd probably told you I'd have got a na- nose job. Uh, but today, not so much. And um, I do think a lot of it has to do in terms of why people make these decisions. I think body positivity is a part of it, but I also think it's the way um, the world communicates to people about what they look like. And so uh, when I when I mentioned that younger, I probably would have said I'd have had a nose job. That's because people would always say that, oh, you have a flat nose. Well, why is that a bad thing? But I was made to feel like it's a bad thing. And so for a long time, I'm like, well, you know, if I was ever brave enough, I would get a nose job today. Uh, Not so much. But now I also have a daughter who I think also is uncomfortable with her nose because of things that people have said to her um, as well. So, you know, that's just uh, something that people uh, have to reconcile as they get older and decide whether or not, you know, you could be comfortable in your own skin. And sometimes you're successful doing that. And sometimes you are, you are, you are not. Um, so, I, you know, I think it's more than body positivity. It's certainly about looking at yourself and feeling good, but also uh, being able to feel comfortable in your head that you're okay the way you are. And if you don't feel that way, then go ahead and change it, but do it 
safely, not off in some random country, just because it's cheap, because you might lose your life. Well, I think that to your um, comment about, you know, there's sometimes older people think about cosmetic surgery, particularly if they are in the entertainment industry, where there's such scrutiny on aging, and it is kind of portrayed so negatively. Although I've seen a lot of celebrities come out now about, you know, they wished they hadn't and, you know, the pressures to try to stay young and hide the wrinkles. And uh, society definitely plays a, a big role in um, how we perceive ourselves and, and what we think is beautiful and what we think is sexy. And recently I saw an interview with Lizzo and she has a show come out, coming out called Watch Out for the Big Girls. And she talks about, you know, not seeing herself represented and, you know, other dancers being turned down because they weren't that quintessential, slim, six-pack body figure of what, you know, what the industry was looking at for dancers. So I think more and more as society views uh, what what is a beautiful body? People will probably think think about uh, differently, like what cosmetic surgery they should have. I like I said, I'm pro cosmetic surgery if you're doing it for yourself to enhance your own self esteem. It's about you, and it's not about what the general public thinks about you. I'm all for it. Like I said. I would have liposuction because, but because I'm a scaredy cat and I don't want to have that kind of surgery. I looked into cool sculpting at one point, a little bit out of my price range, but hey, if I had the money, I would do it. And the cool sculpting, I'm sure it was a good opportunity for you to maybe come up with something, an alternative. And so what did you find out about cool sculpting? Um. Well, I did recently see, I forget the model. She she had a really bad cool sculpting experience. Uh, Linda there. Evangelista. Yes. She had a bad cool sculpting experience. And um, I, when I looked into it, I came out with positives. Like it really just was about targeting very specific areas. There was no invasiveness. It really was about being able to spend that time. And of course, that it would take several courses of um, the treatment on whatever area you were looking into, and that added up. So if you wanted to reduce your midsection, as I did, you were looking at upwards to maybe 10 treatments, and you most likely didn't see the results for about three months. You know, um, going back to what you were talking about, what you would do when you were younger and that you wanted to if you did plastic surgery, you would probably do it to go back to what you looked like when you were younger. But I have a different experience. So when I was younger, I was heavy and compared to you too. And when I look back at pictures, I, I really wasn't that big. I just was bigger than you all. And that led me on a course of not feeling good about myself because things our parents would say, oh, why are you eating that? Uh, you need to lose weight. You got to go to Weight Watchers. And so those types of negative comments stayed with me until this day. And I'm not really going on social media it, to look at people to compare myself. It's a markup. Oh man, I could do this. And so I'm so 
invested in how I look because of those initial experiences that I say I will never be that again. And it has stayed with me and it probably will be several courses of therapy or lobotomies to make me not necessarily think that way ever in my life. And I feel good about myself, but there's always something that I'm critiquing. And someone can say, it wasn't even about how I look. Somebody can say, oh, you are, you're a pretty girl. You're beautiful. I'm like, I, I don't necessarily see that because of these other statements that were made to me about how you look, how big you are. Oh, you're this, you're that. And it was, it, it, while I was able to deal with, manage it, how I, how I managed it turned out to be something that has led me on a course of just determination. It's, I'm so determined. People say, wow, you have this kind of willpower. No, I'm determined. I'm never going to be that again. If I see that, um, I feel like I'm putting on any kind of weight It's like, oh, nope. I'm like a soldier or some kind of drone robot that boom, I'm back on track and I'm moving forward. So that's so interesting. Like we all have these different things that we think about that we bought from our childhoods. Um, words definitely impact. Like for me, it's the fact that I was always fuller chested, you know, and for me for a long time, it meant that I either was walking kind of hunched or I wore really big tops or, you know, I, I, I just never did anything that would draw attention to my bus line because as far as I was concerned, as the only female in the house that was so full chested that that was just not right. You know, like how come I got these big, you know, whatever's and everybody else is normal. So it's so interesting that, you know, we just look at ourselves in the lens of what was spoken into as children. It's, it's Wait a minute. You wasn't the only one. You just happened to be significantly older than me. And by the time that I came on to the age you were, I had that and more. So, I mean, in terms of weight or boobs or you got this butt. So it's all of these, these competing factors that was like, oh, uh, we got a problem or having a mother who didn't have that, that was also a challenge for her to how to, how to manage those things. Right. So she wasn't big, but she wasn't, you know, full breasted or larger breasted. So she was like, ah, this is like crazy. I I don't know what this is. Weird science. Like what happened here? What are these kids eating? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely weird science. What did we eat? Uh, not much. <laughs> but so getting back to the topic, uh, did any, have any of you seen the promo for Lizzo's show? And what do you think about that? I have not seen it. No, neither me. Okay. Yes, it, it is definitely, uh, she's definitely, you know, Lizzo has been out there talking about body positivity and just learning to love herself the way she is, her whole self, and trying to get more people into loving their whole selves the way they are and understanding that, you know, I think sometimes there's a perception that if you're a little bigger, doesn't mean that you're um, as flexible or dexterous as a regular sized person. But this has been an interesting topic. Uh, Maybe later on we can review it again at some point. 
But for right now, I'm going to say thank you for eavesdropping with us today. New episodes post every Wednesday. And to share your comments, say hi, recommend topics, or ask for advice, reach us at flapyourlips at gmail.com. That's F-L-A-P-Y-O-L-I-P-S at gmail.com.